And now, critics have said he has a face for radio and a voice for silent films. Your host, Ben Gordon. And we are back here on the Doc G Show Wednesday, May 31st. Well, we're waiting. That's it. That's all I got. May 31st. You just stopped there. The end. I was waiting for something. I am your host, Doc G. With me, as always, Justin, Hype City, Evangelista. Straight up, baby. Woo! That's hype. Let's ride. Justin, did you do anything exciting this this past weekend? Maybe Monday, maybe Tuesday, maybe the weekend? Hmm. Nothing really. Celebrated Memorial Day. That was it. How'd that go? Was that good? Yeah, it it was pretty good. All right. Man. Okay. How about your Memorial Day? You know, I mean, it was all right, but you want to know what I mainly did? What? I changed the battery in my smoke alarm. Dang. Yeah. Word. You're getting old. I changed the battery in one of my six smoke alarms. Six? I have six. What? Smoke alarms. Wait, what? In a small apartment. Yeah, why six? I have six. six, I don't know. Doesn't a regular house like have two or three? I've already. I don't know. Three or four? I've already changed three of them since I've lived there. It's crazy. Thanks. How has how has someone not made a smoke alarm app yet for an iPhone? Like, why can't I just turn that on before I go to sleep at night, like the do not disturb, and be like, all right, got True. my do not disturb, got my smoke alarm app, I'm safe. That's a fact. I mean, I live in an apartment complex on the first floor. Smoke rises. My smoke alarm should simply be the people that live above me <laughs> that would call me up and be like, hey... I think your apartment's on fire. We smell smoke. And I'd be like, thanks. Thanks. I'm going to leave now. That's all it should be. I have That's six. reliable. Six smoke alarms. I have more smoke alarms in my apartment than toilet paper. That's a fact. I honestly what? do. I think I only have like three rolls of toilet paper in my... Dude, you're gross. I, I'll go to the store when I run out, but I'm just saying, I have like three rolls. This guy reuses toilet paper. <laughs> Ew. I have as many smoke alarms as Michael Jordan has NBA championships. Ooh. I have twice as many smoke alarms as LeBron James has NBA championships. Oh. But who's counting? <clears throat> you are, obviously. That's right. I've lived in this apartment less than a year, and I have already changed the smoke alarm batteries three times because I have six of them, and I've had to change. I've had to change one of them twice already. Girl, come on. You should just change all of them at all at the same time. So well, these are really nine volt. These are nine volt batteries. These things aren't cheap. Yeah, they're pretty pricey. I mean, a couple more of those batteries, and I'm gonna have a month's worth of rent and just batteries. <laughs> yes. The one I changed this weekend was one that I'd already changed like eight months ago. I bought a Duracell the last time, the copper top, and it died on me in eight months. I mean, what kind of voodoo does this smoke alarm have going on it? Hmm. And that low battery beep? It's like a banshee scream, man. the worst, man. You can't sleep through that thing. Nope. That should be a form of torture in some prisons (laughs) if they accept it, man. Just have that beep going off constantly. In one person's cell, confined to everything. That would be the worst. It would. You would go insane. You would definitely go insane. And then once you actually get to, you know, replace the battery, they're in such precarious places. You've got to climb the wall like Spider-Man to get to the alarm. And then once you actually change it, like once I took it off the wall, there's like all these wires and I can't get it back on the wall without falling off my chair trying to get it up there. It's impossible. I just left this one hanging from the wires on the ceiling because I was like, I'm going to have to replace it anyway. No one comes over to my apartment anyways. No (laughs) one's going to be like, hey, what's going on up there? They're not going to do that. I don't have to worry. I'm going to be back up there in eight months anyways. Eight months. <sighs> so that was my weekend, man. Nice. Crazy. Justin, I'm so excited for this today's show. 
Yeah? Yeah. I'm, I'm not even going to... I'm so excited I'm not even going to do a segue. Wait, That's what? how excited yeah, I am. Yeah, I know. What was that? I'm I was waiting for something. That's why I'm just... Like, you I know don't what need else one. is... I don't know. No. I'm to think of something. Exactly. You know what, what else sets off alarms? The yeah. Doc G Show. Oh. There you go. That was there one on the fly. Is. Just on the fly. Uh, but no, we've got an interview with Rock and Yellow. We've yeah. got great tunes from Rock and Yellow. Yeah. We've got Birthday Suit. We've got Rip from the Headlines. It just. I'm ready Lord. to fire it up, man. Are you ready to fire it up? Yeah. Let's fire it up. All three engines up and burning. Two, one, zero, and lift off. The alarms are working. Uh, hmm, I see what hey, you did there. Yeah. You like that? Yeah. You can keep it. <laughs> I don't know if we can use it again. People Who will knows? be ready for it. But we can try. Uh, we're going to start at our normal starting spot, which would be birthday suit. Happy birthday, Mr. President. Hit me up with that birthday suit, man. So, uh, May 31st. It's a, it's a solid birthday. Waka the, Flocka Flame. Ooh. Yeah, no hands, no hands, man. Uh, I mean, all kinds of other. Yeah, that's that's my favorite rock of Flocka, by the way. In case you were wondering, I love I love no hands. Jordy Nelson. Oh, Green Bay. Yeah, Green Bay. He's he. That's that's a May thirty first or Happy birthday to that guy. Yeah, thirty one. He's thirty one. Whoa, thirty one on the thirty first. Yeah, that's uh, that's uh, what they call a golden birthday, right? No, I think I that's what they call golden birthday. birthday. Was like 50. No, no, it's it's when you have your birthday of your your uh your day of the the month. Interesting. That's the golden. So I had mine way back when, twentieth. You oh. haven't had yours yet. Get excited. Oh yeah, no. Colin Farrell. Oh. Yeah, okay. Colin Farrell. His his he hasn't done much lately. No offense to Colin, but I haven't really seen much no. going on. Cause he was up there in that like Johnny Depp sort of stratosphere of cool leading dudes, mm-hmm. and then he sort of Miami Vice that sort of oh. hit a yeah. tailspin. Oh yeah, Miami Vice that was not a good, was not a good vampire remake. Vampire movie or whatever. Yeah, Nate that? Robinson. Ooh, the high flyer. Yeah, little teeny man. Five nine. How old's he turning? Thirty-two. Oh, still got some years left in those uh, those uh, legs. Somebody, 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 take him on his team. John Bonham from Led Zeppelin, their drummer. Oh, birthday, obviously. Hey, he's, drummer year, drummer. That's too. right, that's right. He's one of the drummers I looked up to. That man could wail on the drums. It's pretty fantastic. Uh, who else? There were a couple other guys that. I, Walt Whitman, the poet. Oh, yeah, man. I, gonna, I aspire to be like him with the beard. He's got a pretty fantastic beard. Hit me up with some Walt Whitman imagery right now. Oh, uh, really? Not no. I I can't on the fly just make magic of Walt Whitman, Dang, and I don't uh, actually have any of his poems memorized. That'd be pretty amazing. And I, I you know what? Later on in the show, I'll read you a little Walt Whitman. Okay. Maybe maybe before we do our our keys for the the week. True. True. Anywho, let's get to who we're talking about. Our actual birthday suit wear. Uh, our birthday suit wear was born May 31st, 1930. Jeez. <laughs> Jeez. In San Francisco. This guy's 87? California. That's all I'm giving you for the first 87. Clip. So 87 San Francisco. I mean, he was the oldest thing I've ever seen. I've been- of course. Nope. Okay. Nothing, I, nothing I, 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 comes I, to mind. I didn't really think you'd have anything on that one, but just in case. I might. Okay. All right. Are we ready for some rip from the headlines? Yeah, yeah. I can't wait for it. Jebediah, give it to me, man. And now, the news. Oh, man, talk about an 87-year-old. I think that's what he celebrated his last birthday. Jeb, hmm. happy trails. Because he's leaving the studio. That's why it's happy trails. Yeah. Uh, he just comes in, literally, walks into a mic... Says his line, walks right back out every single day. Amazing. Or week. Anywho, uh, Justin, you know I'm a pretty big fan into stories about drug smuggling. Yes! Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you are. The Fruits yeah. was our last one probably, right? Well, no. yeah, I think so. We had a story about meth in vases. Oh, yes. Uh, in we vases. had uh, meth in Bibles. Uh, we had cocaine in fake bananas. Yes. Um, well... I gotta be honest, this may be my favorite drug smuggling story we've ever had. What's up? What's up? In Kuwait, 
Ever been to Kuwait? No. No? Okay. I don't think... Well, no. No? Never been to the Saudi Arabia Middle East area? No. But. My mom was a nurse over there for oh. quite some time, though. Look at that. Back in the day. Back yeah. in the day. A little, little, little tidbit of info. Yeah. Um, so, anywho, Kuwait custom officials have captured a pigeon... Wait, what? ...that they found carrying 178 pill, uh, pills of ketamine. Pigeon? Yeah. Oh my god. An actual pigeon. A p- with a backpack. No. A tiny backpack. They do train pigeons to do stuff yeah. like that. The guy on your shirt does that crap yeah. with pigeons. Yeah, that would be uh Mike for, Ty- for Mike listeners Tyson. that can't see anything. Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson. Yeah. <laughs> nice list. <laughs> nice list. Um yeah, so that's right. A drug mule. Or in this case, a drug pigeon. Yes! How'd they intercept um, that? Like, how'd they... Let's get this random pigeon out there. I, I sort of wondered that as well. They were just, like, hanging out beside Maybe the they pi- saw the backpack on the pigeon and were like, hmm, well, let's so, take this thing off. It's well, preparing it, his flight. In the news article, it said it was beside the customs building, and they were just like, hey... Hey, what's going on with that pigeon? Right? <laughs> huh? So apparently... That's the first instinct whenever you see a pigeon. Yeah. Apparently, Something must be happening. Apparently, customs officials were already aware of this happening. They just hadn't caught a oh. bird in the act. Oh, okay. And apparently, a similar situation had already happened in Brazil, where a pigeon was intercepted on its way to deliver a cell phone to prison inmates. How do you intercept a pigeon? I mean, that's pretty impressive, though. I want to know the other side. How do you train the pigeon yeah. to do that? Because, like, I know, like yourself, you can train pigeons, but I, like, I don't have any idea how you would go about that. It's not like you, you're Classical like conditioning. I don't know. <laughs> Alrighty, pigeon. Here's what you're gonna do. You're gonna fly down Market Street, take a left. You'll see a gray building on the sixth floor, right window. Jeff's waiting for his drugs and phone. So you're gonna <laughs> want to make sure to get. Like, how do you do that? I don't know. It's crazy. And how do you strap a, a backpack on a pigeon without them being like, what are you doing? That is stop, pretty cool, though. Stop strapping this on my back. I'm a pigeon. Yes! Like, it's crazy. But, uh, yeah, ketamine. Ketamine. So add ketamine to the uh, the drug list of meth, cocaine, and now ketamine being smuggled by pigeons. In case, in case listeners are not familiar with street glo- uh, drugs, it's uh, similar to ecstasy. Um not a good drug. Stay away from it. For sure. And if you see any pigeons, don't let them force you into taking it. All right? Whatever the pigeon, pigeon. says, don't listen to them. Uh, so, Justin, have you ever done one of those, like, giant inflatable, like, obstacle courses, you know? It's like a big sort of, like, made out of, like, rubber. They inflate it, and you can, like, jump over it, and there's, like, little... Ops, like, Are you talking about the like the one like we yeah, had on campus? Yeah, that was, uh, was down, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so you Those don't are want, fun. Exactly, they are fun. Man. Well, there was a company in Phoenix that had a pretty great one. It was actually 180 okay. feet long. Who's racing that? Estimated at $35,000. Wow. Yeah, yeah, one of a kind. And uh, someone stole it. Oh! What? Yeah. What? That's one. <laughs> that's messed up, dude. That's one of those what things. The heck? <laughs> that's one of those and things that I'm like, it. why did you steal it? Yeah. Obviously, you can't sell it to anyone. And because, why would you inflate it? It's a big thing, so everyone's gonna see it. Yeah, you can't be like, you know, inflate it in your backyard because, first of all, you're gonna want to do it with somebody. Like, you're gonna want to run the exactly. obstacle course against somebody. So then, when you call up your friend to be like, "Hey, let's race," they're gonna come over and be like, "Hey, isn't that the inflatable course that was stolen on the news?" <laughs> and unless your friend's a thief too, they're probably gonna turn you in. So I don't really get why. How? Why? Why would you walk by a trailer, see this giant rolled, rolled up? up Inflatable obstacle course and be like, we're taking that. (laughs) That's ours. Like, who does that? The cops, uh, once again, great cops Facebook post. What's up? They love Facebook posts. They put a picture of the obstacle course on their Facebook page and they said, want this super mega inflatable obstacle course at your kid's birthday party? Well, you can't. 
because someone stole it. <laughs> Word. And that was it. That was their post. Thank you, cops, for your hilarious Facebook post. I wonder how long it takes to blow that thing up. I would say you'd have to have a motor inflator on that one because, yeah. I mean, one person, that would take like a year worth of breath. Yeah. You would be there for days. Years. Anyways, Justin, did you ever have any problems with your teachers as an 11-year-old? Hmm. If you were to say 12-year-old, yes. But 11, no. No, not 11. So in middle school, you did, but in fifth grade, not so much. I was 11 in, in Oh, you school. you were? Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, apparently, 11-year-old, um, in in fifth grade, I do believe, uh, apparently, really? Ava Cross. Did she get she get uh, No. What a Scottish there? girl, um, Ava Cross, she had a problem with one of her teachers uh, on a school feedback form, you know, where really? they ask, like, hey, how's the teacher doing, all that kind of stuff. Uh, it asked what her teacher could do better, and her reply was not use collective punishment, as it is not fair on the many people who did nothing, and under the 1949 Geneva Convention, it's a war crime. Hmm. What kind of 11-year-old has... Yeah, a lot of people were applauding this, you Just know, really? <laughs> but I, and her dad was pretty proud of this. Her dad said, you know, I don't know whether to ground her or get her ice cream. It's pretty creative. Uh, but, you know, I sat back and I was like, let's let's be honest. Geneva Convention only applies in armed conflicts. That's wild. She's, she's wild. She's obviously referring to Article 33, which says, no protected person may be unpunished for an offense he or she has not personally committed. Collective penalties and likewise all measures of intimidation or of terrorism are prohibited. What she failed to recognize, even though she may have been trying to be humorous, is under the definition protected person during an armed conflict, she is not a protected person this in an girl armed conflict. Did her research, dude. That's a fact. If her fifth grade class were at war with the fourth grade class and she was a civilian in the conflict, then she could evoke the Geneva Convention. As is, she basically just uh, took Ricky Bobby's thought press process one step further. What did you, what did you say? Uh, what, did the, what was that? Well, well, I said it with all due respect. That, no, that doesn't mean you get to say whatever you want to say to me. You, sure, sure as heck does. No, no, it doesn't it's mean that. It's in the that. Geneva Convention. This, Look it up. Not- I like it, though. Well, here's what saddens me a little bit more about Ava's idea. I was looking on the internet, doing a little research after I saw this story, and I came across the Democrat and Chronicle website, which I'm not really familiar with. Nope. But there was an article by Andrea Rothka in 2014 regarding collective punishment in, uh, in classrooms, where she said, and I quote, Teachers use collective punishment because they're either too lazy to come up with an alternative method or too overwhelmed to deal with issues appropriately one-on-one. Under the 1949 Geneva Convention, collective punishment is considered a war crime. So... Ava better put a citation beside her little comment or she'll get kicked out for plagiarism. (laughs) I'm just saying, when you shoot some fire out like that, Ava, you better make sure to quote who you're shooting out there because Andrea Rothka is going to come looking for you now that your little comment has been all over the internet. Just want you to know. You better give credit where credit's due, and that credit is due to Andrea Rothka, who made your little hyperbole of the Geneva Convention. Just saying, Justin. Just wanted to throw that out there. Did you see that? That was all over the Twittersphere, apparently, that that comment. I don't know. Which one? The The Geneva Convention. No, I did not see that. This is the first time I heard about this. There you go. Cool. Uh, Props to Ava, I guess. Speaking (laughs) of uh, dad pranks. We weren't. Wait, what? Um, but here's a dad what, prank. Yeah. <laughs> what happened there? <laughs> Speaking of dad pranks. Uh, we Justin, weren't. does your dad make any pranks? I mean, I know the one that I made up for the show would seemingly make some pranks, but yeah. the one, the real dad, he doesn't really seem like the like the guy that would pull pranks. By the videos no, I've seen of does- your dad. 
Oh, he doesn't really seem like he's uh, looking for pranks. No, only pranks he really does is like, like scare scare pranks, like walking through a door and he's like on the side and like Mm. does a weird sound. I gotcha. Nothing too pranky. Well, has he ever pulled this one on you? Uh, a Probably father not. in Oklahoma pulled a doozy of one last a week doozy. where he decided to pick up his son from middle school only wearing a Speedo with fake, fake Olympic medals around his neck and a swimming cap. Hey. He came running through the parking really? lot screaming, Son! Son, I'm over here! And then came and hugged him in the middle of the parking oh, lot. Oh, no, I think I saw this one. And he like, walked him out of the yeah. school, right? Mm-hmm. If my Pretty. dad walked in with a speedo, I'd disown him forever. I don't know. I would. I think I'd be so psyched if my dad did that. I'd be like, What's wrong this with dude, you? this guy. Tons of pranks, man. Nah, that guy. I would lose it. It didn't say his name in the article, but I got to be honest. Uh, he went up. A, that is brave. A, pretty high in my book. Uh, it's pretty brave to be at a middle school and do that, too, because yeah. I'd be afraid that I'd get arrested for being a pervert yeah pedophile pedophile arrest him he's trying to molest people no 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 (laughs) this is my my son sorry um okay last one from rip from the headlines justin uh have you dreamed of seeing all 50 states Hmm. no okay well who dreams of that you my grandma saw all 50 states but she traveled she dreamed of it well you know that was a goal of hers it was a dream she wanted to see all 50 states. No, that's too much. Okay. <laughs> that's too many states. That's too many states. No. Even she went she saw all 50? Yeah, she's been to all Alaska, 50 states. Alaska, Hawaii yeah. too. Mm-hmm. Even yeah. the territories? Yeah. Well, she traveled to all 48 uh, of the actual continent and then she obviously like on, you know, th- I feel like with a motorhome. I feel like there's some states that aren't really worth yeah, there are a lot to. that are really the square states. I'm not going to single them out and make Ooh, them feel bad. Say but it. There no, uh, I mean, Maybe. you know, Wyoming. Come on. Ooh. Sorry, guys. Do we have any listeners no, in Wyoming? No, there's, I think there's like 10 people in the whole state anyway, Dang. so it's fine. Um, anyway, sorry, Your Wyoming. Grandma I didn't enjoyed that? I, I don't know. I didn't ask her about Wyoming. Did but she, she just stay a day at these states? No. She, I mean, it depend on state by state, but she literally like marked them off, you know. It was like, boom. All right, but that's, hey, that's, good that's, for her. No, I wouldn't do that's that. That's completely not the story. I by can't, the way. No, I can't do that. Wait, what? We're talking about Rodney Smith Jr., an Alabama student who has a quest to mow 50 lawns in 50 states. Oh, so Smith man. is working on his master's degree in social work, and he started a nonprofit organization called Raising Men Lawn Care Service. It's That'd be a, tough in Alaska. Yeah, well, not thanks to global warming. Pretty easy Dang, now. this guy is... <laughs> He, but uh, he, uh, it's a nonprofit that mows lawns for elderly and disabled customers, as well as single parents and military personnel. Uh, now, he, he's raised the challenge, uh, the 50-yard challenge, that uh, challenges volunteers to mow 50 lawns for people in their community who aren't able to do it for themselves. Now, don't get me wrong. Rodney's out there doing an awesome thing for the community. Yes! But I thought about it, and I was like, I feel like there'd be a lot of people that are like disabled and elderly. They're yeah. like, guys, I got things that are higher on my list than my lawn. I could care less <laughs> if my lawn, like, cause I was thinking about it. I was like, if I was in that situation, I would really care less about my lawn. That would be pretty low on my list. Like, you know, yeah, I would true, be like, true. change the smoke alarm and get me some new change toilet paper. Alarm. I need it. Especially for you. Yeah, exactly, man. But. Good job, Harry. Mm. I'm proud of you, man. Keep up the good work. Or Rodney, sorry. I don't know where ha- Harry came from. I don't know where Harry came from, too. I was going to correct you, but <laughs> it's Rodney. I was just going to let that run right. Rodney, Rodney Smith. Good job, man. That's a, Has he, he hasn't started yet, it, right? No, he's 17 deep. He's oh, 17, 17 deep, deep in the States, yeah. Yeah. So, we are going to move on to Stop Faking the Funk. We're getting close to a musical break. we got to hurry. Here All we right, go. Okay, okay. Are you ready? Yes. Florida Police... Seek $25,000 swan sculpture stolen by naked man. Or police arrest naked man posing as a sculpture on Tulane's campus. Hmm. I'm going to go with the naked. Well, they're both naked. Uh, (laughs) I'm going to go with posing as a naked sculpture on Tulane's campus. As the real one. Yes. You are incorrect. Dang it! Yeah. Oh, that stopped the streak. 
That sounded good. I feel that, vindicated. The I first know. one, the first one was too long. I added specifics too in the second one, and I shortened it because I knew you went off a length a lot of times. I know. So the Dang real it. one. This is coming from Polk County, Florida, same place Polk that we County. had the uh, mess sculptures. That was the same place. Apparently, Polk's County uh, Sheriff's Office had surveillance cameras at Lakeland Cold Storage where uh, they were recording around 5 a.m. when a naked man carrying a five-gallon bucket squeezed through a gap in the fence and then a few minutes later, a 2015 Ford F-150 was seen driving away with a giant black and a white swan sculpture in the back. Why? Don't know. Apparently, the pickup was stolen too and the uh, police recovered it a couple days later. <laughs> My big question on that one was, I wonder if they told whoever it actually owned that it most likely a naked dude was driving around their truck for a <laughs> while. Like They're like, you know what? Just, just keep it. We're okay. We're going to have to burn that anyways. Right. Uh, they are still looking for the dude and the swan, however. What? Uh, of course, police made a, a Facebook post. And their Facebook post said, So, we have a naked man, a bucket, and a very expensive, large, stolen swan. We know who the man is, and we have the truck back, but have you seen the missing swan? Question mark. Call us. Now, the thing i got to say about that one is, they know who the man is? Huh? Then go get him. Like, if, if you know who the man is, like, haven't you, you could probably find the swan. Like you could probably interrogate him, good bad, good cop, bad cop, and and find out where the swan is. Yeah. But apparently they can't do that. I don't know why not. But uh, I was interested by that. Uh, this has been stop faking the funk. Good one. I'm back man. on my streak of faking you out, man. All You're right. Back on one. That's right. <laughs> We're going to take a musical break. We are going to hear some tunes from our special guest. Right now, we're going to hear from Rockin' Yellow with Oh Lord. Oh Lord? Mm-hmm. We'll be right back on oh the Doc Lord. G Show. Don't turn so many words, but so little cheese. 
so many guns, but so little bitches. No Esther Martin, yeah, Luther King, but I cashed in on future rights. Oh, Lord. Go snap the name And we are back here on the Doc G Show. Spinnaker nice. Radio, like WSKRLP 95.5 FM in Jacksonville, Florida. Little reminder, if you miss any of the show on Spinnaker, you can always check it out. Podcast form, soundcloud.com backslash doc underscore G underscore fitness. That is soundcloud.com backslash doc underscore G underscore fitness. And of course, iTunes, just type in doc G. We'll be the first thing that comes up. Okay. Sweet. That was, uh, by the way, Rock and Yellow. If you missed it, they are coming up in the show in like 10 minutes. Get excited. Get excited. Oh, Lord, oh, Lord. All right. Justin, birthday suit. You ready? Yeah, hit me up with the second one. Okay, here we go. We know he's born in 1930. Yeah, you got old geezer. <laughs> in San Francisco. Close geezer. to it. Uh, <laughs> our birthday suit wearer grew up on the ritzy side of town Ooh, in ritzy. Piedmont, California. His family had a swimming pool. He went to the country club. And before he started to go to Piedmont High School, he drove his bike through the sports field and tore up all the fields with his tires. So they wouldn't allow him to actually go to that school, and he ended (laughs) up going to Oakland Tech High School, where he ended up not graduating high school. Hmm. That's our next clue. High school dropout, sort of. uh, Tore up football fields. Yep. Anything? No, nothing. Nothing okay. rings a bell. Okay. Um, well, real quick, you, you you brought up Walt Whitman. Well, I brought up Walt Whitman. Yes. Uh, here's a little quote from it. Not a poem, but here's a quote. Okay. Be curious, not judgmental. Nice. There you go, Walt Whitman. Be curious, this not guy. judgmental. Straightforward with it, dog. That is, man. That I is. like it. And Walt's a good guy, or was, is, whatever you want to say. He still is. <clears throat> Speaking of literary wisdom okay. and genius, are you ready for some major keys? Yes. <laughs> major keys. Oh, I kind of so switched good. it up that time. Hey, I liked it. It was good, man. Okay. <clears throat> Here we go. got to keep the listeners on their toes. Are you ready? Yes. And I read. Since Rick Ross lives nearby on the water, I go over there on my jet ski for lunch. We're having a good time, but when I start heading back to my house, I realize it's getting dark. Before long, it's pitch black, and I get lost. I'm just out there by myself, using the light on my phone to see. Meanwhile, I'm keeping my sense of humor and Snapchatting because I've got to stay focused and because, well, I was getting a little scared. Major key for real, don't drive your jet ski in the dark. (laughs) This has been a major key by DJ Khaled. I got the keys, keys, keys. 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 Mm, right? Someone should have never gave him the keys to that jet ski that night. Oh, I 
Let's see what you made your key. Right there. Right? That is. It's that, I mean, you know, it's it's a little obvious, but it is important. Driving any any uh, watercraft at night, without, especially without lights, very or dangerous. Or anything. Well, you know, that's what I was thinking when he was like, said, said I had my phone and I was Snapchat. I was like, dude, couldn't you just look at maps and like work Type your way back, just... you know? Uh, I guess not. I don't know. I don't know what was going on there. But that has been a major key. It's a good key. Good job, Khaled. We're going to hook up. You know, yes! uh, your best friend Justin's going to get with you. And we're going to. Hit gonna, me back, man. Hit me up. Uh, I know you're busy and stuff. But we'll hit you back. Don't worry about it. Um, <clears throat> Justin, are you ready for a shortened sports section because shortened. of our interview with uh, Rock and uh, Yellow? Yeah, sure. Why not? Okay. Sports section. Uh, one quick note before we get into some other things. Uh, LeBron James uh, passed the greatest of all time in points and playoffs. Ooh, Every the, Everybody went nuts. The uh, ghost. First of all, settle down, LeBron James fans. It took him 33 more games to do it, which is pretty understandable considering he's been in the league already longer than Jordan. And he's had more chances, like, mm, I don't know, four losses in the finals. Mm. What is it, four of seven? Four of seven. That he lost. Uh, yeah, I know. One three, yes. Uh, then he had a really nice speech going after the game. And I was like, oh, that's really nice. Because he was describing how nice uh, or how much of an inspiration Jordan was. Right, he said, "Hey, this is why I wore 23 because of him. I wore the the sleeve like him. I wore the shorts like him." And I was like, "Man, you know what? Now I'm starting to like Jordan because I or like LeBron because he's actually, you know, recognizing the greatness that is Michael Jordan." The, the, the ceiling is the roof. Jordan, Jordan, Jordan. And then he had to go and say, "Now I didn't go bald like Mike." Oh yeah, I was gonna ask you about that. I was like, "Do you like? Did you like that?" Whoa! I don't think he did. That Whoa! Putting spray paint guy. on your head. Doesn't Ooh! Make, doesn't you make, went there? Uh, well, hey, you're gonna. You he's gonna. There. He's gonna act like he's not. He's. Yeah, I'm getting there. Is what he said. I'm like, dude, you're there. He just. <laughs> you're there. Jordan shaved his head. Jordan I mean, never Jordan, hit it. Jordan could have been at the same semi-baldness that, that LeBron was at. He just didn't want to do that. He just shaved his head completely. Yeah. I'm just like, come on, man. Girl, come on. Come on. Anyway, some, some people can rock bald heads. Yeah, people some people don't. I don't know. I think I think LeBron did it once, actually. I think he went full-on bald for, like, just a little bit. Oh, like, like real short. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyways, I, gu- I, I guess congratulations to him. It? I guess. Yeah. Look at Michael how Jordan. shiny it is. Buffs that <clears throat> thing. Well, uh, you know, congratulations, LeBron. Let's see what happens in the finals. We'll see. Uh, zero to 100. Okay. Are you ready? If I go zero to one and it's good, man. Quick. Last week, uh, Justin... I told you that the most watched final of all time was this one. Was right the '98 here. Finals with Jordan and the last shot? What's the chances of any of these games this year having a higher watch total than that series? Hmm. It's a trilogy, ma'am. It's a trilogy. So zero I would to say. 100. I'd say seventy-five percent. Wow. You know what? I'd give it 10%. Dang, this guy's a hater. Dude, I'd give it 10% because this, if you look at the numbers, he's like, th- that 98 series is like 6 million. If it goes to game any, seven, it won't. Oh. Chances of Golden oh. State going 4 and 0 oh on Cleveland. Wait, what? Oh, as much as I would like for that to happen, just to deteriorate LeBron's confidence and <laughs> getting all that. All those players and stuff like that. Um, 4 0. No, I'd say 30%. Okay. Let me add on that one. Okay. Uh, since March 14th, uh, Golden State has gone 28 and 1. Chances of them losing four out of seven hmm. to Cleveland 28 and 1. Yeah. That's including finals too. Uh, playoffs, playoffs, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Chances of them losing four? Yes. Out of the seven? Yes. So basically, of them losing to Ooh, Cleveland. Uh, 15. Okay. All right. 
So, KD only has tattoos past the line of his jersey because his mom told him not to get them on his arms. That's a fact. What are the chances that he also has shorts tattoos all in the shorts (laughs) areas just like his jersey area? Ew. What are the chances? Yeah. Uh, Because no one's ever asked him about it. Never showed it off either. Not that I wanted to. I mean, to. yeah, no one wants to see that. No. Wait, what? I'm not. I'm not asking. You're a creep. <laughs> That's why you wanted this question. You creep. What's the percentage? No you way. We are question. not gonna just run run away from that question just like that. Hey. And get down to the cool? bottom of the reasoning of it. Wouldn't it be cool? I have sleeves. I've got shorts. Come on, that's pretty cool. <sighs> no, no one has said yo. I got a shorts tattoo. Okay. Um, What's the percentage? Man. Zero. Five. Five. Okay. Okay. Five. You, I'll take that. You weirdo. Speaking of <laughs> tattoos, what's the chances of a tattoo artist being able to find an available area to put a tattoo on J.R. Smith? Oh. Chances? Yes. Three. It's pretty low. Yes. That, that guy, guy is, is covered. That guy is yadded. He is covered. Rega- I only wanted to say three. He shoots threes. I don't know. <laughs> Regardless of the outcome of the finals, chances of all Golden State roster coming back next year. What? Uh, chances uh, of the whole roster coming back next that year. That they win that they win it all? No, regardless of the regardless, outcome. Regardless, I'm sorry. You think um, I mean, let's be honest. Steph Curry, Andre Iguodala, Sean Livingston, Zaza, David West, Matt Barnes. They gotta re sign all yeah. of those dudes. Percentage. So I Say, hmm, 40. Okay. 40, 40%. All right, last one. Chances of Jeff Van Gundy saying something during the finals that makes a lot of sense and you respect what he says, and then he ruins it by saying something really annoying and Jeff Van Gundy like five (laughs) seconds later. 100. 100%. That's what always happens with that dude. Jeff Van Gundy, man. I love his commentating, though. I love listening to it. It's okay, but it's like every time I'm like getting into it, and I'm like, and he'll say something. I'm like, yeah, that does make sense. And then he'll say something. I'm just like, what? Ruined. Why did you say that, Jeff Ruined. Van Gundy? That's actually why I listen. Just because he does, he has those moments. Okay. Real quick. Before we get to our special guest, Rock and Yella, we're going to do another birthday suit. Are you ready? Yeah, hit me up with it. I'm, I might solve it on this one. Oh, we could. Okay. Let's do uh, it. We'll, we'll see how you are here. Uh, I don't uh, know. Our birthday suit wear eventually became an actor. One of his first jobs was playing the character on the CBS Western series Rawhide. He was the main character, well, one of the main characters of Rawhide. Hmm. Any idea? Do you know Rawhide? Rawhide? Hmm. Nothing? No, nope. No? Not, okay. not ringing a bell either. Dang it! Okay, that's all right. We got <sighs> one more. I know he couldn't couldn't get. Uh, uh, but we'll, we'll get it. We'll get it. Don't worry. Okay. Okay. Hopefully. All right. So stick with us. We're gonna take about a fifteen second break. We will be right back with Rock and Yella here on the Doc G Show. So check this. You telling me you ain't never heard of Doc G? Ha <laughs> Coldest motherfucker around. The Doc G Podcast. Oh yeah, baby. Putting the bass in your funk. All right, guys. As we said, we are back here on the Doc G Show. We've got some very special guests You've heard a lot of their music on our show before. They are none other than Rock and Yella. Guys, how are you doing? Hey, what's going on? What's going on? Rock yeah, and Yella yeah, shaking yeah, in? Yeah, yeah, South Carolina. Rock and Yella in the bed. <laughs> you guys doing good today? Yeah, we doing good. How y'all rocking? Already, it's pretty, man. We're doing pretty good here, man. We're doing pretty good in Jacksonville. Now, uh, I heard from your manager you got some new material going on. How's that going? We're in the studio still working. Mm-hmm. Trying to get through it. Put out good product, right? Every day, every day, every day, every day. Now, is this a is this a full full length album here? Oh yeah, 
Everything, right now, everything we do. We're still recording right now. We, we're putting our singles here and there, trying to find, trying to, trying to rock, trying to release a new wave, a new wave of music, something different. I got. We're still staying true to ourselves at the same time. We just working, youngest. Now you got any? Uh, do you have any special guests coming on the new album? Uh, not at, uh, we, we, as, we, of, as of right now, not at the moment. It just, it's just me and Yellow. Yeah, okay. we just rock Yellow right now. As we speaking, we really, we really too much ain't working on features. You know, it's like you know. You're making a way for us. You did. I like it. I like it. Sometimes in a lot of rap albums, you hear way too many other, you know. You, right. got, you got like 37 guest features on there. You don't even know whose album it is. So that makes sense. Yes. Right. Yeah. We, we, fo- we focus on that right now at the moment. Definitely. Definitely. Now, um, you guys recently did South by Southwest, right? Yeah. Yeah. How'd that go? That way, <laughs> it, it was it was it was amazing. It was like the atmosphere. Just everybody was there because everybody loved music, and music is like the, a universal tone, and everybody can relate to music. Everybody loved hearing something dope. And then, you know, we 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 we, we contradict towards the culture. You know, the tradition. You did so. It was like we fit. We we had to fit in with Texas, and I love it. You know. Oh, definitely. Who who was uh, who was probably the most interesting uh, musical group or musician that you met when you guys were down there? Uh, when we was in Texas, we, we met like we met a lot of like different artists from different areas. Some artists that's not even probably I guess big. There's, there's some unfamiliar artists, but it's just that being in the atmosphere and then seeing how everybody else worked and it's different from how we how we are in the mix of things and how we working and seeing how they doing things and how everybody standing out and everybody prospering doing music it just was an amazing feeling man everybody just was out there doing their thing but it's a lot of artists out there we met a lot of big artists but we met a lot of local artists from like from uh different states california texas uh new york uh florida we met a lot of uh, dope artists yeah, you know um, we, we we met a lot of managers you know we met a lot of Role managers. Mm-hmm. We met a lot of producers, a lot of people, man. It, it was good network, you know. I hear you. I now, you know, I mean, you were talking about music being being universal, being a, a a language for everybody. I've noticed in a lot of your Instagram posts, you know, you guys rocking the Johnny Cash shirt, the Metallica shirts, the Def Leppard oh, yeah. shirts. You got oh yeah, got a lot of different bands. Do you think that sort of we goes just- into your music? Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we 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 just, we just being a part of the culture, you know, a, a, a whole part of the music industry. Period. Mm-hmm. We, we 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 putting on for everything, the past, the present, you know, all of that, the future. Because at the end of the day, like me and Yellow, we always consider ourselves as being rock stars because we don't box ourselves into just being rap artists. Because we listen to we listen to the whole nine. We love rap. We love R and B. We love rock and roll. We love heavy metal. It's like we we open to listen to everything because we got to know what. With the consumer love to listen to, and at the end of the day, everybody's influenced by somebody. So we just we just out there working. Definitely. De- I w- let, let me ask you, since you said that, uh, who would you just off the top of your head say is your favorite rock artist? Who would you give that out to? Oh, at the end of the day, this rock speaking. At the end of the day, I got I, I say Kid Rock for me. I say Kid <laughs> Rock or either like uh, Limp Biscuit or like Link One Eighty Two, something like that. Nice. This yellow, and this yellow speaking, I, I have to say Chuck Berry, man. Oh, taking it back, man. Chuck Way Berry. back, man. You know, yeah, Chuck Berry. Way back. You know what I'm saying? Hey, hey. Sad- 57, 57 Chevy. That way. Sad- you know? Sadly, rest in peace, man. He just recently died. I was, right, right. I was impressed, man. He he released an album at 90 years old. I mean, 91. Just, Not, 91, 91 to be exact. Yeah, crazy, man. Crazy. But yeah, he definitely busted some doors open. I love I love me some Chuck Berry, man. I love yes, Chuck. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Spe- oh, yeah, no doubt. Speaking of uh, South Carolina, where you guys are from, uh, occasionally on the Doc G Show, we do some we do some sports. Yes! Now, right. you guys are from Orangeburg. I gotta ask: Are you guys USC fans or Clemson? Or or if you're looking to stay neutral because you want to keep all your fans in South Carolina, you can say you support both. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> hey, this is Rock speaking. Yeah. I'm an Alabama Roll Tide oh. fan. Oh, oh. I support. I support. Like I support our, our like our teams in the state because we got friends that play football for Clemson, mm-hmm. friends that play football for USC. But as far as college football, I'm an Alabama fan. You know who your team is? Hey, man, this is Yellow speaking. Hey, if, if you really want to go there, no, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a real Georgia Bulldog fan. Oh. And if you, re- and if you, if you really want to take it there, let's go to the Dallas Cowboys, baby. <laughs> <laughs> 
He did. Hey, now nah, we ain't gonna forget about them Baltimore Ravens though. That's that's just, that's just my life. <laughs> so <laughs> you, you guys would say you're bigger NFL fans than college, anyways. Oh, I, I, well, most definitely, most definitely. I can say that for yellow. See, yellow, I can say that. Now, this rock. See, I feel like college football, they work harder to get to the next level. I feel like NFL, everybody comfortable. Like, they had a position. They know they made it, so they good. But college football, I feel like I, I'm Alabama. And then my Ravens, we always draft Alabama players. <laughs> That's true. That is definitely true. Now, in the last Super Bowl, you had Atlanta uh, Patriots. Who were you going for in the, in the Super well, Bowl? <laughs> Julio Jones because he went to Alabama and I don't like <laughs> Tom Brady is the best quarterback football ever seen but That's I don't like New England I don't like uh in Pittsburgh there you I go like- <laughs> I, I don't go I don't go for nobody but Dallas That's it. <laughs> That's it. so you just stay you just stayed neutral yeah. hey man I, hey stars baby stars <laughs> I gotcha I gotcha well speaking of Atlanta you guys hey. yeah yeah the, 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 the deck way the deck Prescott way you did <laughs> 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 you guys got a show coming up in uh, yeah. in Atlanta here in the summer, July twentieth. Uh, yeah, DJ Jelly, man. Hey, salute DJ Jelly, man. You know that's my beat dog. That's my aunt. everything that way. Yeah, the other way. Now you guys, you guys do uh, a pretty good deal in Atlanta, right? You're pretty familiar right, with right, that. Right, right. The atmosphere is amazing. It, it'll make you want so much more. And like going on there networking, it's like everybody's so hungry and everybody. It's just like the music there. Just so, it, it gets it, it gets taken a different it gets taken a different way. Now, a, man, we love it. Now, would you say, speaking of Atlanta, you know, you got a lot of big names, rap artists. Some of my favorite old rap artists, you know, came out of Atlanta. When you talk about hey. Outkast, you talk about Goody Mob, you talk about a little bit later Ti and Killer Mike. Would you say some of those guys definitely influence your music as well? Most definitely, since me and Yellow, it's me and Yellow, we grew up listening like Outkast was everything to us. Like, it's no better duo. Then Outkast, and we, yeah. we like we, we we worship Outkast, like now, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, now with, who's who, who's your favorite? Oh, uh, my favorite's definitely Outkast. Definitely oh, yeah, Outkast. Yeah, yeah. We got I mean, right. a- ATL is probably in my top five albums a, of all time. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a criminal fan. Oh. Big, uh, I'm a big criminal fan. Chunky Fire, man, I love that song. Yeah, hey. For real, hey, sport the other double issue, man. Mm-hmm. You did. Definitely. Stay on you, man. Now, also, speaking of Atlanta, uh, uh-huh. I got to ask, because my brother went to Georgia Tech. No offense to Georgia right. Bulldogs, okay. but he went to Georgia Tech. So, okay, I, I, I know ATL pretty well. Um, uh-huh. I got to ask, have you guys ever eaten at Miss Mary Max Tea Room? Hey, man, all the time, man. Mr. Yes. B, Mr. Everything, Miss Mary Max. Uh, you name it. Yes, I love it. I mean, no, and I I put that as the best soul food restaurant in all of Atlanta. I mean, right. there's a lot out there. You got Pascal's, you got Pity Pats, you got Homegrown, Busy Bee, uh, but Mr. Everything, yeah, Mr. Fun Divots, Fun Divots, all that. Yeah, but I I I've gotta every time I go to Atlanta, I've gotta go to Miss Mary Max Tea Room. It's it's right. so good. But it's right downtown. Oh yeah, it's right there. So where is the uh, DJ Jelly uh, Loving Your Mouth tour? Where is that at? It's it's it's, it's like in downtown Atlanta. Is that um Old Smith's Bar? The first time we went there, matter of fact, we went for uh this was a couple years ago. It was uh Scotty Scotty ATL. He had a show there. Like it was like a toy drive. And that was the first time we ever like went to the venue and like we just there. Like they always showed us love. Even before they heard a rock and yellow record, even with me and yellow, because we came, we started with a group before we um before we came up with the name Rock and Yellow, which is our name that we was in a group. Yeah, it was like people still support us, I guess, because we was around the same, we was around the right people, and I guess the way we was moving, they respected it. Because the first time we went to South by Southwest, it was with like DJ Burn one, it was Ritz, it was Scotty, it was P. Watts, it was a couple other guys, and like. And like they just embrace it. Nice. And last time we seen it was at A3C in Atlanta, but it's like we always, you know what I'm saying? We always show respect, and they they just salute, salute what was going on. Definitely, I like it, man. I like it a lot. Now that that's going to be sort of like an all day thing, right? Because I see like a whole lot of uh, special guests going on on that. So that's gonna. Oh yeah, yeah. no doubt, no doubt, no doubt. No jelly, doubt. jelly always bring them out, man. Last time we was at a jelly, last time we did jelly event, he had, he had a he had a marching band in there. <laughs> The drunken unicorn and it was the uh, the department the department store right yeah the department store that's what it was lit. It yeah was they, lit. they had a marching band in there he had the whole band even the drum major and it was like it was crazy because at the end of the day 
it was like it was kind of mind blowing because certain people don't think outside the box to be that creative. Oh, definitely. I love that, man. That's awesome. Uh, so our listeners got to get got to get up to Atlanta on July twentieth. Make sure they see you guys and see the whole show with DJ Jelly. No doubt, no doubt. Well, guys, uh, I think it's about that time. We're hitting up against a break here. I want to thank you guys for taking the time to be on our show. We really appreciate it. No doubt. We we definitely appreciate it. We salute you, man. All the way, the other way. And I I hope, uh, you know, I hope you guys get that new album soon because we are definitely going to play it. We're definitely going to play all the songs we can. On the uh, and we'll let our listeners know when it comes out. Right now, we are gonna hear "Youngins" by Rock youngin, and Yellow. Rock Montana, Mucho All right, with the big homie man, Youngins, drop a bomb on it. You heard it here. Keep it locked on the Doc G Show. And we are back here on the Doc G Show. Man, 
Big thanks to Rock and Yellow for being on the show. Cool dudes. I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna head down to uh, to Atlanta. July twentieth. Yeah, that would be right if you're if we're going in correct directions. You can head down to there too. I'll just keep going all the way around. Just do it around the world. You weird. Um, yeah, I'm going up to Atlanta July twentieth. I'm gonna watch them there. It's gonna be good times, man. Yes! Uh, big thanks though. Big thanks to to Rock and Yellow for being on the show. Uh, Justin, are you ready for the last birthday suit? Yeah, clip? man. Hit me up with that thing, dude. I'm about to guess it. Okay. Hard. It was, oh, so hard. What? What? Our birthday suit wear became a very famous actor acting in such films as The Good, The Bad, The Ugly, Hang 'em High, and one of his most recent ones that you may be familiar with, Gran Torino. Hmm. What is that guy's name? What is that guy's name? I'll keep naming out other uh, movies, by the way. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, okay. oh, I got it. I got okay, it. Okay, what it. is it? Clint Eastwood, dude. Clint Eastwood. I got it. That, I was about to lose it if I didn't get that one. That old crotchety dude. Yeah, man. That is his birthday. He's an angry old man. Yeah. He was a really angry old man in Gran Torino. Yeah, he was. you that it was. He was really racist. Yeah, pretty racist. <laughs> pretty extremely racist as well. <laughs> it was awesome. Uh, well, not his racism, but like, <laughs> it was awesome. Just uh, how gritty he was. You know, he was a bit frightening. But then again, he is in pretty much all of his movies. Dirty Harry. He was pretty. Feeling lucky. Josie Wells. He was pretty uh, frightening, and that's one of my dad's favorite Clint Eastwood yeah. movies. Jo- the outlaw Josie Wells. Yeah, he has a poster in my basement of it. Oh, oh, oh okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Still in mint condition. Oh yeah, it's in mint. I actually got it for him for uh, nice. uh, Christmas, I do believe. Anywho, happy birthday to Clint Eastwood, the big happy old you, eighty-seven. Man. Many more to come, hopefully. Justin, I didn't forget about it. Big three. Oh, okay. In case you forgot, the big three, we've got the first games coming up less than a month. June 25th. Been doing a lot of press lately. Let's let's listen to an interview here. Michael Rappaport did Allen Iverson real quick, talking about uh, trash talk. Let's take a listen. Mike talked trash too. Bird talked trash. He did. Yeah. Mike probably talked talk more physical trash. Right. Oh, he like he threatened. Like little stuff. Like I remember one time when uh, he was six for six in a game, and Aaron McKee, my best friend on the team, was checking in the game. And I remember, you know, I used to put the powder on his hand. Yeah. He went to the sideline, dumped the powder on his hand, and Blue was getting ready to check in, and he was like, "Look, McKee, I don't think this is a good time for you to come in right now." And I got scared for him. You know what I mean? He wasn't even talking to me. I was like, oh, shit. Like, and he already six for six. Man, right? MJ, McKee, best man. at everything. Sit back down, McKee. Woo. I, I'd be honest. Like, that, that just shows you, though. MJ, that's that's Allen Iverson talking. He was scared. He, he was crossed scared. him up at one point. I know. He, and he was scared. He was like, ooh. Yeah. yeah I don't want to do what? Do, I, don't I don't want a part be, of that. Nope. Man. Just intimidation. Aaron factor. McKee of all people. Well, <laughs> uh, yeah, that one. That one. I mean, you know, I, I feel like a lot of people could sort of. No, no offense. I mean, I'm sure Aaron McKee could take me to to Chinatown still, as far as balling. What? I don't know what that means, but I'm sure he could. Why Chinatown? I don't know. Hmm. Uh, must be a lot of courts there. Messed up. I don't. <laughs> You're messed up. I don't know. Uh, it's been it's been too good of a show. I'm giddy. Yeah. I can't help it, man. It really has. Which is time for the Zevo sum up, where I, I sum I the you. show up eight seconds, and Justin is on the timer. All right. Are you ready? I am ready. Okay. Tell me. Give me the countdown. All right. Ready. Three. Two. One, go. Except when there's a fire, fire alarms suck. The G-Unit con- convention can only be invoked in wartime. Major key, don't drive your jet ski at night. M- M- <laughs> I got it. No! Let me, let me no! redo it. I Jesus, got fumbled. No! I'm, I'm sorry. 
<laughs> okay, let me redo. Okay, it. okay, hold on. Let me reset. reset. Okay, right. that was just a test. It was just that was a test drive. Yeah, yeah. It was practice, practice. I would okay. have fumbled at like 15 if I would have kept that uh, one going. You it tripped. And then it would have been like 15 seconds. Yeah, Zebos. Zebos, reset your attention span. We're gonna go again. Yeah, Zebos, just take it easy on us. Okay, here we go. All right, ready. Three. Two, one, go. Except when there's a fire, fire alarms suck. The Geneva Convention can only be invoked during wartime. Major key, don't drive your jet ski at night. MJ is the greatest. Go listen to Rock Yellow. Ooh. <sighs> okay. Well, eight, four. They, eight, four. You round down, so that counts. You round down. Eight. That counts. Guys. Dang. That has been the show. Fire alarms suck. The Geneva Convention can only be invoked during wartime. Major key, don't drive your jet ski at night. Uh, MJ is the greatest. Go listen to Rock and Yellow, because they are great. They are. All right? Yes! Oh, Lord. This has been the Doc G Show. I have been Doc G. With me, as always, has been Justin Hype City Evangelista. Let's go, boys! Mm, That was hype. Yeah, you like that? That was good. You want some more of that, listeners? You got to wait until next week. Sorry. That's right. Until then, zip it up and zip it out.